really hope huh? Black Panther does not turn out to be like Black Widow because I will tell you now, you might as well kind of bank on that. <laughs> Unless they change the Shuri direction, I'm telling you now, that's where we're going. Because oh, if they do that, nah. Disney needs more princesses so they can sell toys. Watch Shuri have a, a aspect of mental health on top of it. Shuri was brainwashed by their father into believing that she can only be very intelligent and a scientist. Yeah, like the <laughs> smartest person in the MCU. That's not good enough. She can have it all. She's been held down by the man. Who is her dad. Who's child abuse, which we're not going to talk about. Never showed up any other... Who wasn't even really her dad because she was trafficked. From the other tribe that... <laughs> that no one's ever heard of Mbaku. and didn't recognize her till now. She's actually Mbaku's sister. She was sold off into slavery. That's what's going to oh, happen. This fucking movie. horrible. It's going to be like Thor the Dark World. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that he'll reassert his reign because, I mean, Kevin Feige is literally the most successful producer. Steven Spielberg's had studios fuck with this shit all the time, so... I mean, this, this well, movie... also the problem that you have a new CEO coming in and he's trying to flex his power. And, <sighs> you know what I mean? Most, most of those dudes have egos like, look, I'm in charge now. You're doing all right, but you could do better. Well, this is what we need to do, and this is how things are going to go. It creates a problem because they can never step back and just say, damn, okay, you have one of the highest grossing movies of all time, and you successfully did all this. I'm just going to leave you be. So there was that person that was in Kevin Feige's role before he stepped in. And I guess there, there was some back and forth between what I remember Ke- that guy. Kevin Feige <laughs> wanted to do versus what that dude wanted to do. Those series of weak Marvel movies come out. With Black Widow, it feels like that belongs kind of back in that era of whoever was there before Kevin Feige. It's like they wrote that script and it did not change. I gave him the benefit of the doubt for Black Widow. Well, I gave. I wasn't super excited. I gave for DC it. the benefit of the doubt with Wonder Woman eighty four. No, I no, I was all in for that, and that was a yeah. I remember, hot that. Mess. I remember that. I was a hot mess. The minute I saw her swing on a damn lightning bolt, I'm like, I'm in. This is gonna be great. They are going all in with the mythology. I can't wait to check it out. And it turned into just mess. It was just all over the place. And they forgot how to fly. Did we ever figure out what the purpose of Steve Trevor's role? What did he do in the whole movie besides like Again, it's, it's, it's the same problem with the Red Guardian. They are just there for comedic relief because this movie has to be two hours, two and a half hours. And to remind you, she loved one man, and she'll never love anybody again. To fill it with dialogue about romance, and then her walking down the street during chaos time. That again, we're talking about real life analogs versus what needs to be in movies. Like, can we escape that? Wonder Woman 84 would have worked best if it was back on Themyscira. So if you want to eliminate certain genders out of the movie, put it back on Themyscira. It would have worked. Give me a 300 style movie featuring the Amazons or Wrath of the Titans. I understand what you're saying 100%. And that movie works. Like, you don't even have to make it about, well, we're going to have protests in the streets. Again, gender issues. All the gender issues, if you put it back on Themyscira. Part of Themyscira that shows up in Justice League, the Snyder Cut, much more interesting than anything that happens in Wonder Woman 84. Uh, yep. Well, that's because you got a guy who respected that whole... get there's a problem with comic books and the roles of women inside of comic books. I get that. We all understand that. Well, now it's like, gender and race. The only thing it can be about is gender and race. 
Nothing else. It serves no end purpose other than getting a popular soundbite. What did you say before, Barry, that it was like a, a good soundbite to the media and stuff? To All it shows up as is Twitter research, that the market research now is all done on Twitter. And I mean, it used to be Facebook, but like really now it's Twitter and TikTok. That as long as someone's saying something positive about that, we're doing a good job. We're patting ourselves on the back. And I'm like, no, this movie does not deserve any praise. Because it's a hollow movie. Like, this movie's a non-starter. It's not very good. But as long as somebody says something positive about it on Twitter, hooray. Disney is proud. They're taking the right steps. So, again, it becomes kind of like the Luca thing. If this movie isn't about these BS issues, or if you aren't stereotyping that this movie can only be about these issues, mm-hmm. people on Twitter won't be happy. So, again, it becomes a Luke-ish. Luke is not good enough now. So, if Luke is not living a certain type of lifestyle, Luke is not good enough. And, again, I mean, with Black Widow, and it might not be as big on her backstory, but, again, for me, growing up, it was always Wonder Woman and Storm. hmm Very strong characters in their own right with mm-hmm. tons of backstory. So, if you decide to come out with a Storm movie now, Please don't make it about this dumbness that they put into Black Widow. But you don't even have to because it's like people have forgotten how to make movies. And when you're wasting millions of dollars choosing indie directors, you're probably saving some money there. Why are you making these movies if all you want to do is just really make movies about this stuff? So, you're like again, you're just pawning off this being a superhero movie because you have to make superhero movies. Superhero movies are successful enough, more mm-hmm. successful than mainstream movies and now you're putting themes from independent movies into the superhero movies i mean really i started questioning do i really want to see another marvel movie after this do i really want to see saying chi after this because again i assume in shang chi pretty sure somebody's gonna be very condescending to shang chi in a racial way it will happen Black Superman, African-American Superman, he's probably going to get stopped by the police. Or his parents will be stopped by the police. That's <laughs> serious. This probably was going to happen. Knowing J.J. Abrams would be a lens flare in that son of a bitch, too. Because <laughs> he gets shot in the face. Wife's um, re-watching Alias right now, and I'm just like, this is just utter trash. I know you don't like this movie, but Cloverfield, John, John Goodman. Goodman. So, that movie came out, came out before this whole trend of making a movie about one thing, one issue or one social issue. They could have ruined that movie if they had done it about that. It wasn't about John Goodman being some sexual freak. He just had some delusion about what was going on outside and he wanted to keep him hostage. So it becomes misery. But if this movie happens this day and age, it would be about him being some sexual freak. Hollywood has forgotten how to make movies. And I think... There's been some stuff about Quentin Tarantino. Like, why is this movie being made? Black Widow could have been about so much more. I mean, again, if you look at, you had a template. Could have been about Budapest. It could have been about Budapest. It could have been all that in a flashback. But you had I would have liked to watch that. But as Mike would say, you had templates as far as comic books is concerned. But for Marvel, you had a template as far as Captain America and the Winter Soldier is concerned. Captain America and the Winter Soldier technically have history. And then in this movie, Black Widow and Taskmaster have a history. And I really hate what they did with Taskmaster. If you even follow that arc of that movie, 
Black Widow is a much more successful movie. It becomes kind of like Gemini Man. That's how I feel about this movie. Gemini Man is a terrible movie starring a terrible actor with a terrible concept that could have worked. Hey, hey, hey. I don't know about a terrible actor now. He's a generational talent, my friend. Matt, you're off the podcast. He is a generational talent. No, he's... You guys are angry with me now. You <laughs> 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 know how you love but, uh, Will Smith. But think about the hollowness that happens in Gemini Man. Does that same yeah. hollowness happen in... I'm going to be honest with you. More along the lines, it didn't happen as much. I thought the performances of some of the characters, the actors, made it more palpable. Like Florence Peace character. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's, she's great. She's amazing. She's great. I liked... I like Scarlett Johansson's character, even though she was a little more morbid in this one. That charm, and she knows her character. The charm that she shows, particularly in Captain America Winter Soldier, how she acts in that movie. I'm just talking about Scarlett Johansson in general, how she acts in that movie. Way better. Like other Marvel films, she's much better. This one, she was just way too subdued and morose. I'm going to deliver my line like this. And like I said, I blame the director for that shit. The director does not have any clue what is going on with the Black Widow character. Set them down. Made them watch everything from Iron Man on up. Look at Iron Man 2. Her introduction. Scarlett Johansson's acting in that uh-huh. movie much better than this. I mean, this one has the Captain Marvel problem that because you're trying to elevate these characters, the acting suffers. Uh-huh. I mean, again, the same thing happens with Captain Marvel. I mean, Brie Lawson is nothing. Oh, Veers. Excuse me. Veers is nothing. Veers is not. Yeah, a cup of tea, huh? And does nothing. And really, it's Samuel Jackson that helps that movie along. Because, again, if it's about Captain Marvel, which is also why the second movie is about more Captain Marvels. <laughs> because Brie Larson is not a very good actress. This superhero movie. She's done better stuff. The character can't stand on his own. Which is also right. why Black Widow also has a whole bunch of tagalogs. Gets overshadowed by Florence Pugh's character. Yeah, there is little that can be said about that. <laughs> like I said, the bones of the story was there because the whole double play, the whole thing about the Red Room, about taking these girls and turning them into assassins and then implanting them across the world and him manipulating the world from the shadows and stuff. That sounded like a solid plot. That sounded like the original pitch for the movie. It's just the execution was just some shit. Because the time frame of this movie, why can't it be about Hydra? Because... See, there's always this S.H.I.E.L.D. Hydra thing. So why can't it lead into something about being about S.H.I.E.L.D. being corrupt? Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Or being corrupted. Maybe they're just trying to be a little different, though, because Hydra route, but I don't know. I mean, as long as Marvel doesn't go into the whole thing where they introduce too many concepts at the same time and force us to digest it. Well, that's what it seems like. And act on it and feel it. That's what it seems like. Another thing that I picked up, because I'm not sure if somebody saw like Ryan the Last Dragon, but I know Mike says this a lot, but I think Marvel needs to hire us. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, this is a game. They probably give us a black movie to do. Like, we don't have any more uh, really, you well, know, Well, Barry, prize. you want your Blade movie. Here you go. <laughs> I'm like, nah, dog. Like, give me the X-Men. Lord have mercy, yo. I will make that shit identical to the comic books. Like, oh, no, we want Professor David to be black and I have left the film before because of creative differences. Like, I want Magneto to be white, but identify as Asian. Uh, uh, oh, shoot. I do this, so and in- I want Magneto to be Jewish, and he needs to be cut. He needs to be in the gym. 
<laughs> and he needs to identify as Asian, and instead of that helmet, he needs to wear everything. Hat. No, what's going to happen is that whoever plays Magneto can't wear the helmet. Uh, he snake eyes. <laughs> Yo, don't get me started at snake eyes shit. No. That comes out like next week or something? One movie comes out on the 16th, one comes out on the 23rd. Let me go check. At least there's something to watch every week. Because Loki Maybe. wraps up next week? This week? No, wraps up on Wednesday. That's it. That's a wrap. Yeah, this Wednesday is it, man. Well, I guess while we're talking, how do you guys feel about what's been happening with Loki? Most of the money was on the fifth episode, which was glorious, which I'm surprised we didn't do a podcast on. I'm loving it so far. I think I, I, that much money on episode five. I wonder how much money is going to be in episode six. Pretty sure there's going to be a lot of CGI on that one. I, mean, I love what they're doing right now with Loki. Snake Eyes comes out on the 23rd. Fucking <sighs> trash. Guys, Something man. comes out yeah. next week. Don't <laughs> Breathe comes out August 13th. I'll be watching that. Bro. That I'll comes watch. out the same time as Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds and Space Jam. Uh, Space Jam comes out the 16th. Oh, I think that's going to flop. Horrible. Oh, I don't think that's going to do too well. And Escape Room Five. Tournament of Champions. If Escape Room, the first one, I remember being in Orlando watching that first one during Trash. Was the first one worth uh, worthy of a sequel? No. Somebody making another Saw movie. It's basically just like a Saw movie. Tiana Paris, the one that plays in WandaVision. Yeah. Yep. She's in Candyman. So it looks like August 6th is Suicide Squad, which obviously yep. Actually, August 5th. It's coming out for James Gunn's birthday now. Okay. Are you guys interested in watching that? Yep. I'll be watching it. I'll trust James Gunn. James Gunn's my boy. I'm all about that. Yeah, Free Guy, Don't Breathe comes out the 13th. Then some movie with Maggie Q called The Protégé? Get that shit. I'll say trash. Like with Femme Nikita or something? Pretty much. Wasn't she already in with Femme Nikita? Yep, <laughs> TV show. Candyman comes up the August 27th. Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings comes out September 3rd. Queen Pins. It's a Kirsten Bell movie. Decides to take back her life. Why the hell is a Clifford the Big Red Dog movie? Clifford? Yeah. And then Mike's favorite movie comes out on September 24th. Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Oh, yeah. Can't believe the first Venom made that much money. Well, I can guarantee you this one's not going to make that much money. I mean, everything now is like, if you have a $30 million opening weekend. And Disney, I think Disney's kind of pulling some strings with the... uh, Black Widow box office. Trying to prop it up to make it look good. But why is there a Jackass 4 movie coming out? Nothing else to do or watch. Johnny Knoxville like 50-something? Yeah. He's probably broken every bone in his body at this point. Yeah, so this year it doesn't look very good unless something jumps up in the... How about Top Gun, no? No Top Gun? Is that coming out? Yeah, yeah what's up with that? When is that coming out? It says November 19th. So going through all this, right now we're in October. So Venom, let they recording it, September 24th. Uh, I guess the first week in October, Jeepers Creepers, The Addams Family 2, Hotel Transylvania, Transformation. Like, why is that another movie? Wait, 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 back up. Jeepers Creepers, like the horror movie? Jeepers Creepers Reborn. What the fuck? And it's coming out nationwide. So it's not a Netflix or whatever movie. <clears throat> so the Mini Saints of Newark, which 
I'm coming, Molly. It's yeah, wrestling. I'm gonna watch that. No time to die. I think that was a good idea for them to release that after the whole thing because it was getting so much negative flack because new 007 in it. Mm-hmm. And the worst kind of flag for like bullshit. Uh, now we have a black female James Bond. I'm like, no, 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 no. It's just got his number because he quit. Like, what's the big deal? They lost it when, uh, what's it called? Barbara Broccoli came out and said she wanted Idris to be the first black Bond. They fucking went eight shit down. I would have liked to see Idris be him. I think that'd be pretty awesome. Pretty sure it would be. But honestly, James Bond, he was such a shocking character back in the day in the 60s because he was boning bit. Womanizing. <laughs> back in the 50s, black and white, he was just grabbing him, rolling him on the floor and, and yeah, having his way with him. He would never work now at Sh- all. Shaking like, I mean, and today, it's, it's, that's pretty mild by comparison. Ultimate male power fantasy. The milkshake now, brings James Bond to the yard. Man's man. <laughs> Had a license to kill whoever the hell he wanted to kill. Daniel Craig's James Bond like took it old school and just like made it action oriented, action heavy, and less a uh, high tech gadgetry and more just him being a badass. At this point, like Idris Elba, they might as well just make a new character for him. A long time ago, he could have been your Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. It work. Are they still coming out with that? Lantern Corps. Yeah, they're doing. So I think there's gonna be a proper Comic Con this year. So something stuff probably will. I heard a bunch of them skipping that. So thing is happening. There will be a proper Comic Con. So moving on, October fifteenth, Halloween Kill, and then some the movie. Not that bad. James will be into that one. And then oh. something called The Last Duel, which has Adam Driver, Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, directed by Ridley Scott. I have not seen anything about this movie. It was a duel in Renaissance Italy or something like that. And I think it's um, in Scotland, but really, I thought it was Italy. Whatever. And then October 22nd, Dune. Oh, let me tell you something. I'll be all up in that goddamn theater. IMAX, goddammit. I'm not fucking playing games with that shit. Who's in this? It's not who's in it. It's who's making it. Who's making it? Denny Villeneuve. The visionary genius who did Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, no, no. No, No, I mean, Blade Runner looked good, though. Sicario, he he made that movie. (laughs) Prisoners, he, he made that movie. Enemy, he made that movie. Blade Runner 2049, not good. It's a good-looking movie, though. Yeah. Dune, I know the story is going to be solid. Yeah. And the cast they got is good. Uh, So, some movie called Wrong Goes Wrong, which is a, well, it's 20th Century Studios, which I believe that's Disney. Jackass. And then the French Dispatch. Owen Wilson, so it looks like it's a comedy. Owen Wilson. So, Owen Wilson, Adrian Brody, Jeffrey Wright. Well, maybe it is not. All right. And then October 29th, Last Night in Soho. Anya Taylor-Joy, Terrence Stamp, Psychological. Oh, uh, yeah. I saw that trail for that. I've not seen anything about that. And then some movie called Antlers, which is Guillermo del Toro. Who's directing this? Scott Cooper, Black Mass Hostiles. Hostiles is a good movie. Need to rewatch that. Kerry Russell, Jesse Plemons. And then we get into November, The Eternals, November 5th. Black. I don't have good fuzzies about that movie at all. I really don't. You know what another movie I don't have good fuzzies about? On November 11th, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Have we even seen anything on that? There was a trailer out last year. Oh, that came out last year. Was that right before COVID to... hit? Yeah. yeah. I want to say it came out like maybe like February of 2020. Yeah, I want to say it was supposed to come out May or June last year, so they just put it out and then everything shut down. That seems like it. Are they done filming it? Yeah, yeah, it's been done. It was ready to come out last year. 
What movie is this? Uh. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's done. That trailer did not. Who's turn. in it? What you say? Who's in it? Yeah, I want to say because it's like Ivan Reitman's son. Yeah, his son directed it. Paul Rudd is the main character. It's basically focused on some kids, and I think one of them's like supposed to be Egon's grandson. Kind of had a Stranger Things vibe. It was kind of like really eerily Stranger Things esque. November nineteenth, Top Gun Maverick. I'll see that shit in IMAX. Tom Cruise. So I can hear it. And then some stupid movie starring Will Smith called King Richard. Hold up. Uh, called King Richards. Like raising the Serena and Venus? Yeah, that's, he plays the father. Oh, that's going to be iconic. He plays a father. Hey, Barry's going to be all over that. That's just going to be transcendent. Now. Is Rick Ross in that movie? Because Rick Ross knew. Why would Rick Ross be in that movie? <laughs> Freeway Ricky. Oh, you talking about that one? The OG OG. Mike Idol. <laughs> <laughs> Megan the Stallion gonna be in She Hulk. Strange, because he was like, "Why would Rick Ross be in that there? Why is she in She Hulk?" <laughs> because it trying to please Twitter. It's like, look, we're diverse. It's like ESPN, baby. But there's some Disney movie called Encanto, which looks like it's set in Colombia. So blah. All right, here we go with your race movie. Uh, Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Mm. Another one. There's another one. Mm. Yes. Very DJ. Oh, Neil Madonna's in the movie. Why can't that die? It's a movie called Gucci. Gucci! Gucci! <laughs> yeah. Gucci! Who starred in that? I thought I'd just seen a picture it of is that. Adam Driver and Robert De Niro. Jared Leto's in the movie. Al Pacino's in the movie. He's in the movie. <laughs> Who the hell directed this? Martin Scorsese? Ridley Scott, actually, excuse me. Man, I'm a little worried about that Dune film, though, Barry. It's only the first part. What? Half of the Dune story. What? <laughs> Up until Paul goes into the desert. Like, when he gets the feminine. Like, when he goes and meets up with the feminine and shit. Why is it only one half of the movie? Because you have to have a sequel. He said he had to break it up into two films. You can't condense it all into one film. That's BS. It seems like they are now trying to break up that movie so they don't have to go through the HBO Max single release thing. Always playing that way. They didn't cast character Fade. That's serious. Check it out, dude. Like, no. I was... I want the whole movie. It was only the first half, man. Where's Patrick Stewart at, yo? I had to break it up. Well, you get and then there's a movie called National Champions, which is Nightmare Alley. Kurt Warner has a movie. American Underdog is about Kurt Warner. His coming from... Yeah, that's uh, AFL football. Is that really playing No, and then there's a West Side Story. Is there Afro Cubans uh, in that? Oh yeah, I saw that in that. What, what, what is there Afro Cubans in West Side Story? Please let me know. So you can appease this. So that's the thing is that Afro Cubans are no longer being uh, represented. I mean, is that the thing? Well, everybody has to self-identify with something. And is there enough what left-handed up, people in that movie? If I don't see enough left-handed people, I'm complaining. And then there's a movie called Violence of Action, which has Chris Pine, Ben Foster, involuntarily discharged from U.S. Special Forces, James Harper. Chris Pine decides to support his family by going into private contracting organizations with his friend Ben Foster under the command of a fellow veteran, Keith Sutherland. Covert mission, Harper must evade those trying to kill him, making his way back home. Man. Sounds interesting, but... I sound straight B-cast. Keith for Sutherland? Come on now. Yeah, and then December 17th, which is your Christmas movie, Spider-Man, No Way Home. Not sure if that's going to get pushed, but... I doubt it. 
I don't think he's getting pushed at this point. And then you also have an, another Disney movie, The King's Man, at this point. That's a Disney movie? Well, they own 20th Century Fox. They own the movie division for 20th Century Fox. I'm not sure about that. Because that was supposed to come out in 2020. I'll check that out. I think Matthew Vaughn is directing that, so. And then also Sing 2, which I remember seeing Sing in the movie theater. and not sure why that has a sequel. And then, has anybody seen anything about The Matrix 4? Because that shows up as December 22nd. More HBO Max. The HBO Max thing, so I haven't. Has anybody seen anything about well, that? Well, Chris Burns upset because he's not in it. Well, he's not pissed off, but he said he doesn't understand why he wasn't brought in to film anything for the movie. He said it doesn't make any sense. Has anybody Maybe. seen anything about that movie? They're on a motorcycle. and I have not seen anything about that. Keanu looked like John Wick a little bit, and like that's about it. Well, you can't cut the beard because he's probably filming John Wick. No, he just started filming that now. Because Donnie Yen posted, he had to leave his family for like a month and a half. Donnie Yen, he had made an Instagram post about how he loves his family. He's kind of sad he got leaving for a month and a half, but he got to do what he got to do because he's shooting John Wick 4. And Wesley Snipes might actually have been added on too. Go for Wesley, man. 